And that is how I became the Monkey King. Because of your toenails? They were the most strongest and durable toenails you have ever seen. I could cut diamonds. I thought I was over the existential dread. This looks like the biggest trap. You all of a sudden begin to start seeing images. You see images of a fantastic, glistening rainbow city, which seems to be underwater. And you see images of mer people and all kinds of forms of underwater transportation as well. The sand around you begins to shake, and the hole you're in slowly begins to fill in as the ground rumbles. You want to go join the others? Yeah, I mean, might yeah, as well. Yeah, Mine's right. Moria. That replica's not going too hot anymore. Back to the Odd Campaign. My name is Quentin. I am your GM and host for this series session episode, uh, adventure campaign. Wow. Okay. All of the above. This is about how smoothly as it goes for you, so I don't want to hear it. I was just say, way to steal my awkward intro. It's, It's so wonderful and powerful and awkward, and I'm sure all of our fans love it and know it by now because it changes every time. But the awkward nature of it is always the same. I was about to say, how are they going to know it every time? Every time. They know that they're in for an awkward intro, and that's the best part. So, as I said, I'm Quentin, your GM here, and I am surrounded by a table of lovely players. Hi, lovely players. Hi. Hi. Now, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves so the audience at home knows who is in their ear holes. Well, well thank you for the uh, instructions. That's really helpful, you know. Yeah, I know. Occasionally, you people need those. Yeah, well. Hi, foundlings. My name is Emily, and today I'm playing Snow. Snow is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Achia. Hello. <laughs> Who's drowning right Don't now? Don't drink the pond, Nichia. Stop, stop. No, you're, that's a magical pond. You're going to get something. Oh, geez. Snow, get your dog. Oh, and the water is turning yellow. Oh. Well, yeah. Good good job, Nichia. Maybe. And, and I'm RL. I play Zana, Xerxes Zion. She has her faithful companion, Alistair, who is a little sassy sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, just sometimes. Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play the character Tama. He has his faithful companion, Pickle Jar. Blub, 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 blub. Always faithful. Always bubbly. Always bubbly. Blub, 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 blub. May have given out something that could have dire consequences in the future, but we won't talk about that. Haven't we all given out something that could have dire consequences in the future? You know, you know, we all have. You, you're just one of us, Pickle Jar. 
And if you're experiencing dire consequences at home, you could get a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. That'll take care of those dire consequences. In time for this Thanksgiving... Oh, this is going to be released later. In time for this Christmas season, you too can resolve your dire consequences. For a low, low price of $3.99. Now in bubblegum flavor. It might be $14.99. You gotta say it in Grundle's voice. <laughs> and if you're experiencing dire consequences, as I have experienced dire airy consequences, you too can find the solution at Grundle's Glom Witch, right down on the corner of Glom and Witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <sighs> All right. Without any further ado, all of you last time were recuperating after having all of your items stolen by a series of hoodlum-like monkeys. Oh, yeah? Is that where we were? I'm pretty sure. Because that's crazy. I thought that was last episode because I thought we were chasing a handsome fish man because Well, the that fun... was the end of last episode. We're we in started dire with monkeys, right? Yeah, we did start And then there was monkeys. a magic pool... You Which said everyone... we're starting out this episode. We're starting out this. I, I said we started last episode. Oh, okay. we are going to start out this episode I... exactly where we left off. Okay. In hot pursuit I... of a hot individual. I apologize. So Snow and Zana, after having asked the question, "Whose cat is that?" as we have had to go over many times before the start of this session, are currently in pursuit of an unknown mystery man who is apparently on this island with them. I thought he was known. He's not unknown anymore. Yeah, he's a Drydus of he's, some sort. He's Drydus something. Uh, Snow, I don't I don't think we can catch him with on foot. He's too fast. I there's not enough light in these trees, honestly. All right, I, I am mean, not used to actually running. Oh, I guess we'll walk back on. I, he's watching us. We know that much. Are we giving up on hot pursuit of a hot person? I mean, I thought he had a bit of a head start. Oh, oh, I know. Hey, hey, Alistair. Alistair, ah! you want to be a good bird and survey the island and tell me if you um find a handsome fish man? Can I eat him? Um, maybe, but hold off on that until we know for sure. I like fish! And you just see him fly off. That'll probably be okay. I would like to use my survival skill to try and track. Sure. Yeah. I would like to do the same thing. Okay. Go ahead, roll your survival. 18. 2. Together, it's a 20. <laughs> With your combined efforts, you can see he is no longer in the trees. That he left his stoop, which he was precariously situated on, and fled on foot through the forest, as there are some very recent indentations of footprints running further in. All right. Ooh, we could go back to the pond and ask it where the nearest Drydus is again and then see what his friend looks like. Would show us the area surrounding the nearest Drydus? Do you think that could... It, do you think that's too complicated of a request? I think it might be, honestly. Um, besides that, um, so there's a stoop. Is it like an obvious lookout zone? No, it was just like a wide branch. Can I look and see if anything was left behind? Yeah, sure. Well, go ahead, roll a perception check. 24 on my perception. You see a small satchel was left behind in haste. It seems to be made out of a fabric. It seems almost like seaweed, but doesn't have the same texture as seaweed. Okay. It's definitely made out of, like, oceanic materials. It has a slightly darker hue. It's just a single flap lid over the top, which seems to be... It has a pin in it, which is keeping it closed. Like a bone? 
No. Like a bone latch? No, it's, it's, it is made out of metal, and it actually has an insignia on it. Okay. What is the insignia? That of a crescent wave and a trident. Is this, like, whale intestine? It's got, like, this horrible... Oh, yeah, probably it is a little leathery, so it probably is, like... It, it sags in your hand. It's, like, it expands gotta be, a little. It, it's it's stretchy. There's no way it's not. Well, what'd you find? A satchel. Oh. Is that a satchel? No, a satchet. A oh, satchel. It, it, it looks kind of funky. Actually, rather slim and oh, small. Oh, is it? It's like a little tiny purse. Oh, it's like a little tiny purse? All it right. doesn't look masculine, that's no, for ne- sure. Never mind then. I will open it. Okay. What's inside, if anything? Uh, the contents are immensely one note. It just seems like it's a, a ton of gold pieces. A ton? Like, like the entire bag is filled with brim. A ton of gold pieces. Yeah. How much do I estimate? Uh, like, well over 400 pieces of gold in here. Yeah, this is chump change. No. They need their money back, honestly, probably. No, if that's their money, huh? you know what we can use that as? No. Collateral. You want your severance payback? I was just going Come to say, to we, we return the item to them. You know, yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. That means we have to get them to get, you know, come to us. That's the whole thing. Now we have something to get them to come to us. I mean, what if they oh, just Oh, maybe don't this care? is part of the test. We find a lost wallet. We need to get back. Oh, my gosh. I don't think they were expecting us to chase a man through the woods. Snow starts making her way back towards the small pool of water, holding the satchel in her hand, closing it back up. You said there was a note in there, or was it just gold? Uh, it was, it was mostly just gold. But there was a note in there, but it's buried kind of like deep inside. It seems as if the it was at the bottom, but due to all of the quick movement and jo- being jostled around, it kind of like resurfaced to the top. So she's like walking back to the pool of water at this point. She does fish the note out and just kind of like opens it. It could be identification. So I know who like what address to send this back to. Sure, sure, sure. Clearly. Okay. I, Zan is obviously walking back with her to the pond. Do you mean reading the note? Yeah, I started reading it a little bit just oh, to see. Okay. But I'm assuming it's not written in a language I can understand. It seems formatted in the structure, which you would assume to be a letter. But you are unable to read the language. Huh. Unless any of you can read Aquium. No. Not at least I can't. So she folds it back up, puts it back in the satchel, and closes it up. Okay. Puts it in her pouch. What you got there, Snow? None of your business, Draken. Well, it looks like a giant purse full of money. It is. <laughs> it's a small purse full of money. Draken? But yeah. Do you, uh, are you a bloodhound? Uh, only when it comes to coin. Right. Uh, well, Draken, first off, finders keepers, and also... Wait, do you plan on keeping someone else's money? No! I was gonna return it to them, but I don't know where they went, so it would be really helpful if they returned... To get their stuff. Hey, Paul, where did the owner of this purse go? Oh, God, Draken. You heard a feminine voice last episode, but did you ever see them? No. I wasn't sure if we, uh, you kind of just ran off, you guys. I wasn't sure if we were supposed to follow or not. You, because, I mean, yes, no, you kind of just said Zana, you know, shook them, and, you know, that was, uh, that was sure. She said Fetch. I did say fetch. Which honestly. is a uh, slang term for fetching, by the way. You wouldn't know that. I wouldn't expect you to know that, Tama. But, like, I got to update you on slang every now and again. Well, um, either way, it's just 
we didn't I didn't know if it was supposed to be just like a just you two thing or if we the rest of us were supposed to tag along. I mean, we were trying to catch that hot fish man. I mean, um, I probably could have gotten there quicker if, if you wanted to actually catch him. That... Well, the next time we run after him, you catch him. I'm just saying, I I can move. Just don't hurt pretty his face. Quickly. I, I wasn't planning on hurting him. So, as the question has been posed to the pool, you see the following lady. Aww. So, a hot fish lady. Yes, we have a hot fish lady as well. She seems to have fin-like ears, but she has a very slender face, big eyes, long flowing black hair, with a very deep blue complexion, and she's wearing a purple, frilly, and flowy dress. Uh Uh-huh. Where? It kind of zooms out, and you see them going into a hatch underground. Oh. <laughs> Snow is immediately on high, just like alert. Do I know where this hatch is? Snow, I think they're entering the mines of Moria. Wilson. But wait. But the I mines thought the mines of Moria, of Moria collapsed. collapsed. It's fine. They're always there. It was rumored that a single tunnel survived. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look familiar at all? Uh, you definitely recognize this hatch to be one of the many hatches that you built going throughout <laughs> the island. Oh my Yeah, so the, it seems as if they are now, since you have abandoned it in the incident, they, they started squatting in the caves that you dug out. <laughs> I love that. Snow's like, Wilson, you know where it is? Of course I know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly three clicks southwest of here. All right, lead the way, Wilson. Lead the way, Wilson. And Wilson just starts hauling it into the forest as if someone <laughs> is, like, invading his home. <laughs> it's Lord of the Minecraft. Everyone's going back to base. No, wait, wait. Wilson, Wilson. If they were to come out a different tunnel, which one would it be? And we can wait there. Well, it all know, collapsed. Cut off their escape route. Well, yeah, it did collapse past and Snow. What if they dug it out? Yeah, they probably know how to use a shovel. They have a dig skill of over 69. Uh, how do you know? Did you ask them? No. I thought uh, there, are all, there are three nearby hatches from here, but technically, like, the entire cave is a giant network and all the hatches are interconnected. Oh. It, it was kind of supposed to be a giant network of tuddling to escape from. Yeah, and you to... guys sure were digging for a while. Yeah. 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 Listen, anxiety does a lot of weird things to you. Day. I think like, it was 72 hours straight. My pinky was very tired. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much your pinky gets worked out when shoveling. Always shovel with your pinky up? Well, yeah, yes. That's <laughs> the proper way of doing it. No, no, Wilson, no. Very gentlemanly. Uh, but eventually you guys do reach this hatch in the middle of the forest. All right. So, A, stealth out there. Or B, just come down, give them no escape route, you know? Well, this is my hatch. They've invaded my house. That's fair enough. All right. That's breaking and entering right there. Big no-nos. Well, they didn't break anything, but they did enter. That's entering and breaking your heart. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, we could go with that. That's fine. All right. Tama? Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) And what... What you, Thomas go ahead, what? Zana opens the hatch. And just, well, okay. You said you were the fastest man. Uh, roll a reflex save. They booby all of you. In. All of us? <laughs> yeah, all of you. Not bad. 27. Okay. 22. Okay. 25. Due to the angle of which the hatch was opened, and it kind of, you actually kind of pull it back towards yourself, you are partially covered by said hatch, and you are able to instinctively jump out of the way, Zana. Likewise, Tama, with your monk-like reflexes, you also dodge the majority, but not the entirety, of this puff of 
black. It seems like a giant fog cloud of sticky squid ink just gets everywhere. Snow, you are completely covered in this. 22? You're completely covered in this. Meanwhile, Zana and Tama, you are like half peppered in this. Well, what about Wilson and oh, Drake? He, oh, Wilson yeah. and Drake are completely coated. Oh, ew. <laughs> I hope this is not their bodily fluids. Hey, Zana, I thought she just starts like wiping it off of her eyes. I thought you were like supposed to be a master of traps. I dabble. <laughs> it's more of a hobby, actually. Well, um, I none of us really thought to uh, check the uh, hatch door. Yep. I mean, yep. Probably would have been smart. It's kind of rude to do someone that's trying to return their wallet to them. <laughs> Is the uh, cloud kind of lingering? Uh, no, it, it dissipated after a while, but only after once, like everyone in the like 15 foot radius was like completely covered. And you've seen a Chia White Wolf is no longer very white. <laughs> as he is completely doused in ink. Well, you yeah, can either keep going after these people, maybe take a splish splash in the pond. I know you're not a big fan of the sea, but I, I assume and like if it's in a pond, it's kind of more like a pool. Zana, <laughs> yeah? Go in the tunnel and check for traps. I don't want to go in the tunnel. I'll go in the tunnel. That's fine. Okay. <gasps> And then she will cut, I guess. Is my farting? <laughs> no, I, I was... I, Are you okay? So help me. You ruined this new bikini snow. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I will perception as I am coming in. As you're coming in? Okay, roll a perception check. Uh, 24. Uh, it just looks like this is the regular tunnel. It goes around about 20 feet down. There's a single ladder going down to the bottom, but then it seems to curve and go in the direction of the coast. How much more did they dig this out? Going down, I guess. We'll follow after. You know, you can pick up a 10-foot pole and, like, poke around. And I can kind of make a 10-foot pole if I need to poke around, but, like, I, the, the ink didn't really hurt us. No, it's no, no. annoying. No, no. First off, roll a strength check for me. <laughs> Eight. As you start to step down the ladder... You feel a substantial amount of resistance as you slowly realize that your feet are stuck to the rungs and your hands are stuck to the side of the ladder. Oh, oh, you got it. <laughs> Guys, don't, don't come down. They booby trapped the ladder. <laughs> you're, you're like shouting this up to them. You only got like two or three rungs down. Your head's just like sticking up out of the dirt and like ground like level. And you're just kind of like looking up to everyone, barely like three rungs down. Zana, what, what's the problem? Um, I, I can't let go. What, that's what your hands that's are really, for. That's really, yeah. They stickified it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Gross and sticky. Sona, does your class not have trap finding as an ability? Oh, I didn't take that one. I didn't think I'd oh, need it. That's really awkward. <laughs> I mean, usually traps or something that you can. Look, could somebody just get some water and get this off my hand? I actually think we're going to um, need some oil. Does it, does it look like the walls of the tunnel have the same stuff? Go ahead and roll a perception check. I think we need oil. <laughs> 30. Okay. You can tell that there is a very faint reflective sheen coating the entirety of the ladder. 
but it is not coating any of the walls. Okay, Let's can I? How how wide is it? Just a five foot? So yeah, it would probably be about five foot in diameter. Right. Well, how did can, Nishia get down? Wouldn't he just blink? Or would it have to be? Well, he wouldn't use the ladder anyways. Well, that's he how we got like, it the first time. He just blinked down. <laughs> Maybe there are a couple staircases, but this one's a ladder. Fine. Okay, can I potentially wedge myself in, you know, like, then, like, wedge down and then see if I can pull her off? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and... <laughs> or, at least, or at least get down to get a rope around <laughs> to her. Wedge just, just, yeah, just, yeah, you can get behind her and pull her off. Let's go ahead and roll a climb check. All right. Actually, you know what? What? We it's, could probably do a rope for... No, this is more comedic. We'll do it this way. We'll do it this way. It's more comedic. All right. So, yeah, he kind of, like, shimmies down there. Tama, what do you do? There's not... There's is it a climb not, check, you said? Yeah, climb check. There's really not enough room in here for the both of us. Um, 31. Okay, you are able to very deftly climb, wedging yourself in this thin tunnel, making sure to keep enough space away from her that it, she doesn't get any closer to the ladder. Go ahead and roll a strength check. Uh, 16. Okay. With that, you are able to wait, pull wait, her <laughs> off. You feel as some of your skin gets peeled off of your hands. Hey, should we use oi, 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 oi? You just hear a very painful, like, ripping sound. Snow just looks... You take two damage. Oh, uh, sorry about that. I guess it's stickier than I thought it would end up being. It's like a mouse trap or something. Please don't say that while you're holding me from behind, Tama. Uh, There's just a lot of looks going on up top. Like, what I, So I will try. Um, you said my head's kind of peeking above the surface. Yeah, I will yeah. try and lift myself up, specifically not with my palms, though. Facing sure. Around. Okay. My palms, are, my palms are sensitive right now. Go ahead and roll a climb check. Wait, how deep is this? Can I roll to assist her? Wait, can I roll to assist her climbing up? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Especially as she is not using her palms. 32. It's a 13. Okay, you are able to successfully, with the aid of Tama, who is, like, hoisting you upwards. Whoa, 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 watch where you put your hands. I know you, no, you're just, you're trying to help. I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate your help, Tama. I'm sorry, were we foiled by a smoke bomb and glue on a ladder? No. I don't want to say foiled, because, like... I I don't know. I feel like they kind of got away. I mean, it's not like they're not on the island anymore. I could still get down there without touching the ladder. No, at this point... If there's another trap. At this (laughs) point, we've wasted enough time that they might not even be in the tunnels anymore. So, do we stop going after them, then? I think we let them come to us. How's Alistair doing? Let me check in. I close my eyes, and I try to link up with Alistair, visually and mentally. You see Alistair locked in mortal combat. He's currently bouncing back and forth, like flapping his wings, cawing, as he is face-to-face with a catfish. (laughs) As there appears to be a black calico cat that is, uh, for all intents and purposes, still quadrupedal. Looks like it has fur, but it seems as if it almost has like a mermaid-like fishtail. And it also has gills on the side. Alistair, disengage. Disengage from the cat. Al- Alistair, stop. Don't. You're not going to ah! eat that. Don't put it in your mouth. Fish! Don't put it he in sees, your mouth. He's like pecking at the tail as the cat's like swatting at him. Alistair, if you come, just leave the cat alone. Leave the cat alone. They're on the beach. Good to know. They're on the beach. Don't eat the cat. 
Wait, isn't that where you guys started? <sighs> yeah. Well, oh. technically, we started in, like, the way earlier part of the beach. Which part of the beach are they on, actually? Zana. By the south! By the south. Snow has no idea where that is. You know, if we essentially have walkie-talkies, if we wanted to split up and cover ground so that these guys can't escape, I think we could pull that off. Wilson and I can take the tunnels. We own the tunnels. That's right, these are our tunnels. We will reclaim our tunnels. Well, I think they maybe have booby-trapped your tunnels. It's okay. Boobies or not, these are Listen, our tunnels. You can't be talking about boobies, Wilson. He's not talking about boobies, he's talking about the booby traps. <laughs> boobies are traps. They used... That's right, they are, Snow. <laughs> right, well, don't worry, we'll be fine. I'm like, Draken, where do you want to go? You can run on land or you can get trapped by boobies. It doesn't... <laughs> Um, I think I'm gonna leave your booby trapping uh, to you guys. I'm a fan of tight, confined, collapsible caves. It's better than being underwater. We're all if ready. you say so. <laughs> I mean, don't both just end up in suffocation? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, kind of. But, but like, one, like, you're also being crushed. Right, one, you're being crushed. The other one, you can maybe swim to the surface. I mean, technically, water pressure is also crushing you. That's true, but only if you're a certain amount of depth. Yeah, so it really does depend. I'm going to the south side of the beach. The only thing that's crushing me at this point is the ever-growing weight of concern. All right, Snowball, go go see if you can find them. Drake can release a snowball. My bird already found them at the south side of the beach. What do you think your bird's going to do? Probably not lose to a catfish. Well, hey, he wasn't losing. So Snow uh, jumps down into the tunnel. Okay, roll an acrobatics. Please, dear God. <laughs> I just want to make sure you see how much fall damage you take. Oh, wait, I could just light step down. Yeah, but you didn't say that. You said you jumped. 28. You're good. You do a beautiful little tumble right as you get to the bottom, and you mitigate all the falling damage. Sweet. I do this really cool land, like the, the superhero. But the caves are dark. I'm... Very uncharacteristic, as you uh, recall leaving sconces and torches. As I... This was a replica of the Mines of Morian. Well, I do emit light. Yeah, but only at five feet. Fine, I cast dancing lights. Oh, there you go. You see footprints running off into the distance. Okay. Wilson? Oh. You coming? I guess so. I can catch you. What? What? Well, you know, like, catch him like a fish. You see as he drops, but he kind of like wedges his glaive to like slow down his momentum. You just destroyed all that beautiful, intricate head, like, detail work in the walls. Well, it's not hand-carved mahogany snow. I don't think we have to worry about it. Fine. Tom would probably kind of smooth part of it out. You're good for making make it better. Are you going down with them? No, not. All right. Um. Yeah, I think I'll stay up here, too. Well, follow me to the south side of the beach. I might need some help. All right, and you guys start hauling it, running, running to the south side of the beach. No. No. <laughs> it's trapped all the way down here, isn't uh, it? Hi. How are you? They set up <sighs> those traps pretty quick. Well, you know you can't use the ladder to get out. Well, GM, the question is, how quickly can I dig with my new skill level? Well, it's a perfectly clear tunnel. Whatever would you dig for? I can just make a new tunnel. (laughs) It would take you, like, hours. (laughs) I just caused confusion. It's fine. All right, I'm going to have to move at half speed and perception check. Okay, roll your perception check. This isn't going to be a lot of perception checks. I need a 10 foot. Wilson, give me your dang spear really quick. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God, I'm a little froggy. Uh, here you go. And he hands you his glaive. Okay, she's using it to kind of like doing some trap checking, you sure, know, the usual. Sure. But uh, also perception 20. Okay. So you're kind of 
How are you? What do you mean you're holding this glaive out in front of you? How so? You tap the ground with it. Don't you know that's why they say you can't touch something with a 10-foot pole? You're tapping the ground with it? You, you like you like move it around in different areas. GM. Okay. okay, cool. As you are walking along and tapping this glaive in front of you every so often to see if there's any, like, I don't know, pressure plates or something, I guess. Okay, fine then, GM. As you're walking, I need you to make a reflex saving throw. I swear, it is booby trapped, <clears throat> but you know. I'm just here to prevent them returning to my dang tunnels. 17. Okay. Uh, as you are walking through, it would appear as if you were holding your glaive a little too high or didn't tap at the right time because you still managed to step on a tripwire. And as the tripwire triggers, there's a magical portal that opens up above you and it just starts raining fish. And just like dead stinky fish just start <gasps> falling all over you and it just smells really bad. <laughs> like, I've noticed all these traps are not really like hurting traps, they're just annoying. Yeah, yeah they're just really <laughs> neat. It's a little rude, you know? Okay, she's like at this point like, Nelson. Yeah, the snow. <laughs> you seem a little, uh, <laughs> like you need a bath, honestly. She's covered in squid ink, <laughs> and sand, fish. and fish. Like the... not, a, not the best look, gotta be honest. Honestly, Wilson, you don't look so great either. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. All right, to the beach, Wilson. To the beach. And you just start, like, blazing through. I don't care. I just triggering run. everything along the way. Like, just hauling it through the tunnels. <laughs> Zana and Tama. <laughs> you uh, kind of fan out slightly to get a little bit of a, a pincer. So you're kind of, like, doing a, a little semicircle, a little triangle action. Mm, yeah, with, we uh, got Dragon on us. Yeah, yeah, you're we getting a good, good, good flank going on. Uh, you get to the beach where Alistair said he saw them. But you don't seem to see anything. I check back in with Alistair. He's still, still fighting with that cat. You see, he's bobbing back and forth. Alistair dun, dun. Crow. You know what? You know what? Fine. You do you, but if, <laughs> I, have, if I have to resummon you, you get no treats after resummoning this time. Alistair, use Peck. <laughs> ah! Uh, um, try, try a slashing air attack. He just he starts flapping his feathers, blowing on the cat very gently. The cat just spits water at him. Well, he is still fighting with that cat. They're still there in the beach. I didn't see them leave. I'm sure you didn't. But from your perspective, it's a perfectly flat beach. Nothing for miles. Basing off of my uh, Eidolon's words, I will intentionally perception. For okay, sounds good. 31. So the beach is in fact flat. So you logically conclude if there could be nothing potentially on the beach and these are merfolk, you begin looking out slightly to see. Margaret's turtle shell is like curving down and the life bubble is, in perf is like perfectly spherical, but the due to the curvature of her shell, there is a thin coastline and you see two individuals kind of trying to hide under the ridge of Margaret's shell. Well done, guys. I guess we lost them. What? How did that happen? They were right here. They were supposed to be, but I guess they must have run off. Do I have to roll bluff on this? Uh, sure. I think it'll be funny. 39 bluff. Seed Riders, I told you this would work. Flawless plan. Starting, I'm trying to think of what I can do that would, that would, you know, trap them, but come off as non-threatening. Trap and threaten is a little, little, yeah. I, not I will, however, bring up my message system 
like, uh, I guess I'll tell Snow that they're not here. But what I actually do is I message uh, Tama. I, I message the group. They are here. They're trying to hide under the shell. Don't be obvious. They think they're doing it very well. Tama will roll perception. Sure. <laughs> 19? You don't see them. It just seems like it's a regular coastline to you. Tama messages back. Um, I don't see them. Duh, they're hiding. <laughs> Stupid. All right, would we reach... Yeah, at this point, you just, bursting like, burst through. through the sand as, like, uh, this ah! is an entrance that, like, high tide came in last night and, like, washed sand over the entrance. You just see these two come out. They absolutely reek. They smell like dead fish. They're covered oh. in squid ink and kelp. And, like, there's a squid, like, on Wilson's face slightly. He's like, rips it off and throws it into the ocean. Aw, oh, dude, we could have cooked that up for calamari. Wow, um, you guys look like you may have, be like, you got thrown up on no. the Kraken. No. No. That's, that's what We're I'm going to talk, talk about. about it. it. Not, not going to talk yeah, about it. Now is not the time for cracking jokes, Tama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, um, Snow, maybe you should rinse off over there. And she points over to the water and winks. Snow is very enraged. Yeah, you, 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 you need to rinse off. She just dives into the water. As you dive, you see that you are basically face to face with these individuals. And the male guide, you just very audibly hear say, shit. <laughs> she's like, she's rubbing her face with water and looks up. Yeah. And he just has this look at this person covered in kelp, squid, ink, smells like a dead fish. And it's just like, and you're holding your breath and you're just looking at him dead in the eye. And the girl kind of just like hides behind him slightly, but like waves. There's an apparent look of irritation on her face. She reaches into her pouch. You see that the male individual starts to, his hand begins moving to his waist as well. Okay. She pulls out the satchel. The woman looks absolutely, initially worried and then elated. So she'll, she'll like, she has this look of concern as her eyes look down to, to her hips and then she realizes it's not there. And then she looks very excited and starts to grab for the satchel. And she just takes it and then kind of like swims back behind him. Snow just swims back up because she can't hold her breath for too for, for yeah. too long. She just goes back up. <gasps> yeah, you, you kind of dived right where they were. Did you see them? Did you see them? Yeah. 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 Did you get the salt water in your mouth? Oh, it's gross. Honestly, it's more refreshing. Oh. She kind of like does rinse her mouth out and spits back in the water. <laughs> um, I stand at the, the edge of the shore where they would be coming up. Who is they? Snow and the people behind her. There's nobody behind me. Snow. As far as I'm Snow. So do you begin going back towards the coast, or are you treading water in place? She's treading water in place for the time being. She is literally she's scrubbing herself in the water right now. Okay. Uh, I I walk up to where I I'm pretty sure I saw them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you do you go into the water, or you just walk up to the shoreline? I walk up to the shoreline. Okay. Overlooking uh, the water. You see both of them. Who appear to be having a conversation. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, I mean, there they are. Now what? We're not threatening them. I mean, they didn't really threaten us. They mildly inconvenienced us, for sure. I mean, I took damage. Nothing I can't handle. Uh, sorry about that again. Uh, no, 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 Tama, you have nothing to apologize for. You you really did help. You know, I, I appreciate it, because I, I, I didn't know how to get out of that. Oh. 
Wait, look, guys, it looks like they're they're coming to talk to us, maybe. I wave. Uh, <laughs> and she, you see as the woman does a curtsy and a bow. Snow, do you, are you still just in the water? She's just... Because, like, they're, the, the, the merfolk are, like, walking to the shore to greet the rest of your compatriots. I just went back to shore. <clears throat> and you're all kind of getting there at the same time. Against the judgment of my compatriot, I extend my warmest greetings to you landfolk. And I thank you for the swift return of my parcel. <laughs> There's a little squidding that comes out of her mouth and she just, like, coughs a little bit more up. Yep. A pleasure. Uh, no, no, no problem. Um, my name is Zana, and and you are Drydis and Cal- And she stops herself. Kelly. Uh huh. Kelly. Wait, wait a minute. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's. Oh, he's so percent. He's got it. Well, eighteen. <laughs> Let me see how good hers was, though, because it didn't feel very good, did it? Oh, the four again. Oh, my goodness. She was stumbling over that. She went to reflexively give a name, which she recanted. Yes. Um, If anyone else would like to roll sense motive. I would. Do I even need to? No. 26. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can if you want to. I think I sensed her motive. (laughs) I, I start looking at her slightly suspiciously. Well, Kelly, <laughs> um, good to meet you. What's you doing? Uh, me and my, and she kind of like glances over him, over to the other individual beside her and looks very confused. Uh, brother. Brother, yeah. We're traveling uh-huh. and making our way to a very normal location in the city. Ah, uh-huh. So you sure that wasn't a love letter in your uh, wallet there? Wait a minute. What? What? No, that absolutely wasn't. I can't read that language. I can't read. <laughs> oh, you so you We have schools for you. <laughs> schools. Sea puns. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I can't read that language. That doesn't help. <laughs> Zana thinks to herself for a brief moment, maybe these people aren't part of the test. Maybe these people are also being tested. Uh, and you see as the male kind of nudges her, and her posture begins to slouch and relax some, whereas before she was stood very properly and was speaking with a more refined set of mannerisms. She's now addressing you in what seems to be a, like, forced slang that she doesn't fully understand. hmm So, how you doing? <laughs> We're doing, um, y'all, how are we doing? Uh, are we... I'm doing pretty good. I'm covered in squid ink. How do you think I'm doing? I'm clean. I only got a little bit on me. And I smell like dead fish. Mm. I've seen the inside of an octopus. Don't worry, I'll oh. I'll, I'll set up the uh, sauna again when we uh, get back. It'll, oh, oh yeah. great, I can smell like steamy dead fish. Hey, yeah. No, you can use it to kind of like scrape it off. The steam will loosen it. Oh, uh, uh, yes, the sauna. A steam bath. 
You know, the nice hot water room where we get to relax and just let it soak you, in you, our You skin. see the, the male figures kind of like scratching the back of his head as he looks kind of guilty about all of this. You know, if you want to be chill with this, Drydus, we're very chill people. Uh, sorry, um, I, I didn't oh, yes, know you were... please in- keep talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know your intentions, so I had to... Think of safety first. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So, uh, (laughs) intentions-wise, clearly it was to return the wallet and also to find the owner of that adorable cat. Catfish? Catfish. Now. Now. Yeah, I do have one question for you. What's your cat's name? Oh, that's Bubbles. Bubbles? I just wanted to let you know... Me and my crow, who's trying to, you know, attack her right now, both think your cat is very cute. Uh, th- thank you. You're welcome. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So how did you two find yourselves here? Uh, like she said, we are siblings traveling from a distant town, uh-huh. making our way to the capital right, yeah. to meet up with family in the lower district. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're going to a very normal location in the uh-huh. city. Sensing motive again. Sure. 22, our old mate. Um, 22. Uh, it, it seems like his story is filled with a lot more information and it's just very solid and believable. Yeah. Right, so you're coming Sorry. from. So what's uh, what's yeah. the other city you're coming from called? Uh, Sh- Shelfton. Sh- it's a, it's an agrarian clam farming city. Right, right. So, I have a question. So, like, if you could swim to the city, why do you need to take the turtle? That's a really does good question. everybody have to take the turtle? The sharks, idiot. Uh, and and you, you, see, you, get a, you hear her mutter a very sassy response as he nudges her. For safety, of course, and to do things within the standard legal proceedings. So, why is a small town guy like you on a billboard poster like that? She gestures in the direction of where she thinks the pool of water is. Oh yeah, I was a huge fan of your, uh, of your ad. Abs. No, I said... (laughs) What? Abs. I mean, abs. (laughs) When we asked, uh, you know, that pool that answers your questions, that that thing, kind of like when we asked it, where are we going, what the city looks like, it, it showed... Someone that looked, I mean, like, very, very similar to you. Yeah, yeah. That, like, swimming by and then, like, waving. And they're like, oh, it's a... Yeah, yeah. It's such a lovely, lawful city. I mean, we we were asking about who, like, some of the most famous people in the city were. And, like, you showed up. I'm surprised you're from such a small town going to such a large city, even though you're famous. I mean, I thought you could be a celebrity with those looks. Uh, no, certainly not. I uh, maybe it was a case of mistaken identity. I don't Are know. Are you considered attractive to the fish people? Do you know? Ah, uh, I mean, I wouldn't personally consider myself above anyone else. Uh, but I have been complimented on occasion. I turn to the girl. What do you think? She kind of just, like, rolls her eyes and, like, (laughs) smirks a little, but then, like... Oh, yeah, that's definitely not her brother. And then, like, she blushes a bit, but then she, like, like, recomposes herself and is just like, I wouldn't even think of my brother like that. Why would you even say anything? 
Should, should we be rolling sense motive or are we allowed to interpret from conversations just questioning GM? Um, if at any point you feel the need to sense motive, as if you would like more information than what you feel like is being given. Okay. Just wanted to double check. Okay. <sighs> as my favorite queen once said, can we can we drop the act? Is that Beyonce? No. Rimadolf. All right, let's just... So we're diplomats from a foreign nation. They both look at each other very concerned. And Snow um, switches from Aurora... I mean, from her Snow form into Aurora form at that moment. It looks a little bit more regal using the dress. Sure. So, we're diplomats from a foreign nation. We're currently looking to increase our allyship with the Kingdom of Thassilia. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. All right. Obviously, I would be the last person you would want to try and contact. Hey, if you guys are worried that, like, somebody else is looking at you in your actions right now, we could go in the, the sauna and try and, you know, real talk. And I, I, when I say real talk, can I please roll intimidate? Sure, you roll intimidate. This is 33 intimidate. I look at, um, I would like to say I'm looking at Drydus when I say this. When, due to the mixture of the information that you are foreign diplomats, which already put them on edge, and then your demeanor Can alluding we- to the fact that you do not believe them, he takes this somewhat as a hostile action, you see him once again reaching towards his waist. I put my hands up. I mean, can we just talk facts? I mean, can I say that with diplomacy? <laughs> you can attempt to reamend the situation. You, should, uh, you certainly don't want me trying to diplomacy this. That's 22 diplomacy. I just want to talk real, you know, without all of the... Uh, what I- is it that you want to know? <sighs> More like information about the city. You guys can keep whatever personal information you guys need to keep personal, you know? Right. So what my associate is trying to say is that we are looking for allyship. We are not looking for a fight. We're just a bit touchy as we have been under certain difficulties recently. A little bit of stress. She's got anxiety, like mad anxiety. Mad anxiety. But also we were we were attacked on our way here. By these creatures called Qualupalooks or whatever they are. Oh! Zana shudders at the mention of the Qualupalooks. Oh, and when we got here, we also had a bunch of stuff stolen, so that was a little bit annoying. Go ahead, roll a perception check. 28. 28! 35. All of you are able to tell that when Snow mentioned the Qualupalooks, the individual, the male individual, who seemed to be able to maintain his composure very well, even through a lie broke for a moment before re-catching himself. Snow specifically, you see an air of concern and anger specifically. She'll keep going. Yes, and I almost lost two of my associates to them. I was one of them. I was the other. And we managed to retrieve them. However, we have determined the location of their headquarters. And where are they operating out of? Well, I mean, if I said Dark Atlantis, that probably might not make any sense to you. Dark Atlantis. Dark Atlantis is probably the easiest way to explain it. There is a, a darker, deeper part of the ocean. I don't know exactly how you get there, 
From here, I have a terrible sense of direction. Wilson can help more than I can. You would have to go through the trenches. Right, so in the trenches, deep, deep in the trenches, yeah, under the ocean floor, etc., there is their headquarters. Could you describe for me what this base of operations looks like? Right, so that we're all on the same page and that we can get all of this over with much faster instead of us swimming around under the water for this long. It was like a green and dark crystallish castle of sorts under the water, winding tunnels in a labyrinth, almost like the roots of a tree. You see that he was incredibly tense before and almost aggressive with his questioning, but with the description, he relaxed slightly as if something which was concerning him is no longer. Why? What do you know about them? With diplomacy. (laughs) Sure. 36. He responds in what appears to be a very agitated manner, but it doesn't seem that he's agitated at specifically you, but more at the line of questioning, right? (laughs) More than most, especially the ignorant fools around here. Mm-hmm. I do hate me some ignorant fools. Try to watch yourself. No, I'm tired of the facade. Fine. If you are truly foreign diplomats attempting to give aid, we can speak candidly. Fear not, no one is watching. We have made sure of that in this instance. We have certain sway with Burble, as he is understanding of our situation. With that, I will say, though, None of you ever met either of us. I nod my head understandingly. Yeah. Hopefully I never have to bluff that. (laughs) Snow looks at him candidly and just says, It depends on what I must share with my queen. But know this, she is a lenient and powerful ruler. Isn't that what they all say? I can guarantee it. Oh, I guarantee that's what they all say. Oh, yeah. Well, Dritus, I appreciate you dropping the facade, guys. Isn't... No, no need to be anything but real here. The Kualupalooks were perfectly calm for centuries. Just another one of the Murmansk, one of the many individuals who call the Depth Zone. And as of recently, the many individuals have been accusing them. But by and large, these are not the actions of the majority, but a fringe sect of isolated instances. Would you say it's almost like they're being controlled by somebody? That would be a wonderful reason, wouldn't it? It might be a completely legitimate one. Zana, I wouldn't go too deep into that right now. We do need some bargaining chips. Look, I'm leaving mystery. It has been said that the Kualupalooks have been going after larger and larger targets. Some individuals of Thessalia have been claiming that They have been attacking sacred creatures. What do you mean by sacred creatures? Large, powerful, ancient entities. (gasps) Not Margaret! Margaret is a very kind, gentle soul. Far from an ancient creature, which has once been revered. One of them doesn't happen to be a whale, does it? Like a really big one? Not from my recollection, no. Do you have names for these creatures? Most notably, I recall my father being rather upset that an Ugash Iram has gone missing. What's an Ugash Iram? Um, 
How do I explain such a mythical beast? Is it like a fish? A bird? It is person? an immense creature. It is a cephalopod of immense strength and power. Oh, so like a kraken? Of sorts. Though krakens are generally signified by their beak, whereas this one has a fearsome and toothy maul, which has been known to shred through even stone. Oh, wonderful! She says that with a very terrified look. Right. So, more terrifying deep-sea beasts that we have to engage with. (laughs) It was once a guardian of this realm, but has since been corrupted. So it was a guardian. Has it turned against you? It has caused a blight in certain areas. A touch of corruption falls wherever it goes. It has been as of recently constricting some of the trade routes, intercepting supplies coming from nearby towns to the capital. Intercepting supplies? Large numbers of them, yes. Oh, I don't like that. Almost uh, enough to supply an entire city. Okay, so, to be candid, we are looking for ways for our people to go and deal with the problem of the Kualupalooks. I know you're saying it's a small minority of them. I'm talking about the minority that is affecting our area. And we need a way for our people to be able to fight them underwater or break into their palace, per se, such as with yay weapon. She does pull out the short sword that Chia kept and shows it to them. Where did you get that? Well, a underground, uh, underwater storage facility, something called the Abyssitarian Post. Same place we fought the Qualablukes. Abyssitine steel can only be found in the deepest depths of the ocean. The palace is made of this. Ah, if that were true, there's never been a large enough deposit of Abyssitine steel ever recorded. To accomplish such a feat. Well, it's either abyss-plated or it's just pure rock. It would be highly concerning. None of us got necessarily that close to it, for obvious reasons. It's a very rare and valuable metal. Prized by the Mimonsk people. Oh, you know what that means, Snow. You sell that boy for a lot down here. I don't think we're selling it. I think we're trying to find a... Something to fight against it. This is a very rare ore prized by the Merminsk people. The Merminsk people? Yes. Uh, Are they like a deep sea tribe? In efficacy. Well, while we're here, I see no reason why we can't cooperate with each other. You guys don't have to hide watching us in the woods. Well, we weren't exactly sure... Who you are, as Purple has never had any other individuals on these turtles. What about the uh, Monkey King guy? Uh, Well, he's incredibly insane, so we generally just avoid him and don't pay him much mind. Kind of got that. Seems like he's kind of lost his mind since he's been here. Yeah, maybe a few bananas loose. So, can we get into the city or not? That's going to be incredibly difficult on this turtle. Are you telling me we're going to have to swim out that way? No, no, no. That way? No. That way? No. What direction should I go? I don't think you're going... I mean, there will be some swimming involved, but you wouldn't make it through the reef. 
I thought the uh, turtle was supposed to take us to the city. It seems as if our fates have intertwined. I'm sure Burble meant you no ill will and did intend for you to be able to get to the city. However, as we have crossed paths at this juncture, I do not believe you will be able to go through the standard route. Why? These turtles are meant for the observation of individuals as they are attempting to traverse into the city. But as me and Drydus here did not wish to be observed, those functionalities in this turtle have been disabled. Oh, no, they haven't. They most certainly have been. We asked the pond earlier who's watching us, and then it showed a bunch of people watching us. The pond in question is something which can function locally, so it is able to observe things that happen locally, but no one outside of this turtle is able to observe what happens inside. Oh. Right, so why is this exactly, and why are you on a turtle? Yeah, my question is... Are you eloping? They both look at each other, and then she blushes, but then they both shake their head. No, 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 no. Thankfully, marriage is a normal thing on this continent this time. It's not just a reunion. So if this is the turtle to get in the city, and you're aiming to get in the city, and they're not watching us so we can get in the city, how did you plan on getting into the city? Who are you hiding from? That's that's a bigger question. <laughs> well, I know my way around, so I was planning on, once we have breached the reef, going through the guards' barracks. What are you doing? Why are you sneaking in? Why are you coming in? Are you stealing something as well? No, no. Well, I'm not sure. Can we help? What? No, nothing of the sort. So wait, you mean to tell me this whole time we ain't actually being watched? Not in this instance, but generally you are supposed to have been. We 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 could have killed the monkeys. We We literally could have killed killed all the monkeys. Um, well, uh, (laughs) but if you guys leave, then will the people see the actions again? Oh, more than likely, yes. So technically, if we didn't want to uh, sneak into the city, uh, then we could technically wait a little bit after you. You would have to wait for a series of days as there is an observation period that is required. Yeah. Right. So, um, and days on the outside. Oh, yeah, that would, that would, that would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad for us in here. Um, right. So what you're saying is you want our help in getting into the city that you're for some reason sneaking back into. Um, not. This was a tryst. I'm telling you, they were on a tryst. A what? I don't know what a tryst is either. The GM doesn't know what a tryst is. Oh, it's a, it's a romantic fling. This is just a tryst. What? What? When was this word used? Tryst, an agreement between lovers to meet at a certain time and place. <laughs> used within what, the 1600s? Well, you don't ask for dates. I asked, where did it come from? 14th century. Okay, um, she would recognize the term. I didn't know what the term was. She would recognize the term. She would blush immensely. And she would, like, push him away. Like, with my brother? No! You really shouldn't refer to him as your brother if the insinuation is otherwise. Because this makes it even more awkward. Uh, I don't believe we would require your aid in getting into the city, but as you have returned... 
Kelly's parcel here. Calypso. For Kelly? Kalissa, Cassandra. I'm just trying. Have returned her parcel. Uh, We could potentially also gain you entry into the city. Right. I'm still needing to know why. What? What are you doing? What? (laughs) I don't understand why you need to know why. Because I'm very curious, and I've already spilled a lot of tea about what's going on here. And I've already given you plenty of information about the general political landscape of of the trenches. I don't care about the political landscape of your trenches. I care about protecting my people. Yeah, that that sounds right. If there is anything else you would like to know, we would be happy to give you information that we can be forthcoming with. Perfect. So where is this trident we saw? Oh, the like the the, the powerful weapon? Yeah, the thing? powerful weapon thing. Oh, uh Tide piercer that belongs to my my king. Your dad. Your father. My king. It's your dad. Kalos Tellis, supreme overseer of the oceans. Right, and how much in trouble would your nation be if that thing were to go missing? It is quite possibly the most powerful artifact within the entirety of the oceans. Perfect. So. I have a question that doesn't have to do with your identities or what you're doing here. What kind of weapons and or, um, I'd say, tactics are good for using against qualiplutes that you know that you know of? You know, because if they touch you for too long, you turn, in, turn, you turn into one of them. There are ways to offset the effects of said curse. Special protective gears. Like preventative measures? Indeed. Oh, yeah. There is protective gear in which you can wear that would hold off the curse. Hold off, not stop? Not indefinitely. It only gives you a resistance to it, but it would buy you substantially more time. Long exposure for hours or days, eventually there would be some fault or failure. What what exactly would this type of armor be called? Valmalosian steel. Right. Um, we are also going to be looking in general for technology that could help people like us breathe underwater, swim, move freely. There could be some temporary remedies to this. She's just staring intently, nodding. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want more specifically? Yes, that would be wonderful. Uh, what you are literally asking for exists in the form of a medicinal herb referred to as gillyweed, which could be purchased within most alchemical stores. If you require greater capabilities underwater, you could seek out the blessing of Valmolos. I hear that the Supreme Highness of the Ocean and High Priestess of Frasia Teles may be able to grant this. So are you going to, like, ask your dad for us if we help you or something? Or are you just going to ask your dad for us? Wait a second. Why are you sneaking in through the guard's barracks if you... Ooh. <gasps> did you... Did you sneak out with your boyfriend? I have oh. no... I am a clam farmer from Shelfton. Who went on a whirlwind adventure with this stud. Right, so here's the night actor and you're the princess 
Oh my what? gosh, is he's he a knight body? and an actor or something like he's that. your bodyguard. No, why would I date him? Huh? Wow. I mean, I'm why sorry. Would... I mean, no, no. Uh, but I, it's not the. I told you. As long as you are he, some you were informed that as long as it's not pertaining to our identities you know or you know, our situation. No, fair enough, fair enough. That we would be forthcoming with information. I'll give you a freebie. You ask me some. She needs tea time, Zana. I. <gasps> you are cordially right. hereby invited to join us for tea time. It's where we girl talk and gossip about like everything. Uh, no boys are allowed. No boys. Here, here's a card. It's for girls only. I show her my card. Thank you. <laughs> and she kind of like takes it and like, puts it very, like chucks it in her purse and closes it. Wonderful. Well, if you ever need to talk. So uh, we were going to be going through the remote passageway in the underbelly of the guards barracks that oversees the trenches as it is not generally too well observed and once inside the city we would be able to split our ways question we are quite obviously not you and there is quite obviously not a lot of people like us Mm. in the city so would we not be very noticeable it sounds like we have to go with you wherever you go i preferably not Mm. (laughs) you've grown attached to us admit it Definitely not. <laughs> and preferably not. Are we going to get arrested if we go in without the proper documentation oh, or anything? I, I'm yeah, sure. You didn't think this through, did you? After you the commandeered la- our turtle. The last time somebody went I'm sorry, in you place. commandeered my turtle. I had this turtle registered for weeks. I'm sorry, but like, we were offered this turtle. Borble threw us onto this turtle, this godforsaken... Technically, Snow, we we threw you onto the turtle. Yes, I know. And you you took over my tunnels. You owe me. We we, we borrowed them, and they seemed abandoned and collapsed. Well, we dug too deep. So, um, but your count, how soon until we're at the reef? Oh, we should be through the reef uh, any moment now, honestly. Kelly and I have been on the reef for days now. Days in here or out there? It generally only takes a couple of hours to actually make the way through the reef. So, days in here. Yeah, right. So, um, your expectation for us to get through there is how? I expect you all to swim, preferably. Can't we just do that thing where, like, you kiss a mermaid and you can suddenly breathe underwater? Isn't that a thing? You just want to kiss her boyfriend. Who said I wanted to kiss her boyfriend? That's right. I could kiss Margaret. I, Margaret's, Ma- a Mar- Margaret's a turtle. And they stack. Have we tested that theory? Do we know if these if these giant turtles stack? Yeah, do they stack? Do, do, do what stack? The turtles. Come on, man. Keep up. I, I don't think anyone's... Tried? You should try. All, all right. Make it a game. Topple the turtle. Turtle stacking. It's a new <laughs> found sport. New trend. And as your conversation's going on, you hear what sounds like a almost omnipresent bell ringing. Oh, I'm guessing that's that's the thing they uh, tell. Yes, we will more than likely be at our location that we requested Burble drop us off at quite shortly. Well, I mean, I guess we're going with you guys, unless you want to, like, uh... You're stuck with us now. At least gonna come in with you. 
I mean, if you just so happen to see how useful we are... Uh, I, to clarify, I won't be going into the city. Wait, what? I will be departing after Kelly is safely within the confines of the Syria. And where are you going? Elsewhere. (laughs) I didn't mean that to sound so filled with tension, but... Uh, And with that, you do see snow as the horizon of what has been this island begins to kind of mystically pull back. So it seemed almost as if there was like a sky and clouds and land, but this was very clearly all illusory to make you feel better. (laughs) And you now can very clearly see that though it is well lit here, Due to the bioluminescence, you are hundreds of feet below the surface of the ocean where no sunlight is actively touching. There are... Star, are you gonna be okay? We're all gonna die. You know, Godzilla likes to exist in the deep depths like this. I did not know that. In the movies, he destroyed the underwater submarines in a split second. Everyone drowned. They were imploded upon. You can see... This prismarine, reflective, sea-blue city, as it is bustling and quite active, off in the distance you can see that there are two large towers standing side by side, reaching up hundreds of feet. It is nowhere even close to breaking the surface of the water. Margaret is diving down and swooping almost around behind these two tall towers affixed in some sort of large cathedral castle-like structure with a a beautiful ornate garden all around it. And Margaret dives down past that curving to where you can see somewhat kind of a guard outpost which is outstretched above a massive trench which seems to only plunge deeper into the oceanic abyss. This is where Margaret stops. You see as Drydus begins gesturing towards the guard outpost, there is a small staircase which hangs underneath the barracks and overlooks the trench below. Hey, uh, Drydus, are, are we going to need to breathe underwater? And for how long? Um, is there like an air pocket around the city? Is the entire city underwater? All of us breathe Water. See, this is what I was saying is the problem here. How uh, long of a swim is it? Like, a couple minutes? Like, 30 seconds for me. Or just like, a couple hundred feet? I could probably hold my breath for that long. Is that a hundred feet until we get to an air bubble? Or is that a hundred uh, feet the, of swimming? Yeah, swimming yeah. Drink into the staircase. So I'd probably drink a water-breathing potion. Yeah, they last for hours. I don't know hours. how long you're going to be without oxygen down here. Does the city have an air bubble around it? It does not seem to, no. Okay. Breathing, at the very least, would be a problem. Not that I've run into this issue too many times. I could temporarily alleviate the issue. How long is temporarily? Seeing us! I don't believe that that's necessary. I need to come into physical contact, but I, I do believe just, like, gently touching your, like, shoulder or something. Like, I oh, don't... wow. They do it differently nowadays, huh? Is that a what? She kind of just, like taps each of your shoulders and you do feel as a mystical effect comes over all of you. And it seems as if there's a thin, translucent veil around your entire body. Oh. 
How long this last for? Um, I have very limited experience in this form of magics, as it has not been rather pertinent in my experiences. Uh, it should last you for a good number of hours, the entire duration of which I am not sure. All right. Uh, just making sure before we all go out, everybody has an emergency uh, water breathing potion on hand. Yeah, yep. got it. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, Don, oh, yep. I think I'm, uh, think I'm good. Uh, Wilson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Snow's got her thing, but Snow, I would also recommend carrying an emergency one. I have plenty. Oh, okay. <sighs> None right. of us have a swim speed. Hey, I can swim. How can, far can you move if you do not have a f- swim speed when you're swimming? Uh, you roll swim to determine that. Swimming with a successful swim check says your movement is quarter or half. So there are thresholds for a quarter and then another threshold to obtain for half of your base movement. Yeah, a successful check lets a creature move one quarter its speed as a move action or one half its speed as a full round action. Oh, oh okay. Um, now, I would watch out for Larry. Larry the lobster? Very close. He is the guardian of the Celia. As long as we don't disturb him, I'm sure we will be fine. He generally keeps his attention towards the trenches. So nobody upset Larry. Even though she did cast that spell on us, I'm going to cast Ride the Waves on Nachia. I cast it on myself, Nachia. There are going to be a couple more obstacles in our way as there are some defenses put in place to prevent intruders, obviously, but I should be able to disable those for you. And with that, is everyone ready? Not necessarily, but I suppose we don't have a choice. Uh, the longer we stay here, the more we are running the risk of Margaret alerting individuals to our presence, as it is a giant, massive turtle. Uh, so you see as Drydus begins diving out of the ecosystem created by Margaret. He is swimming over the deep trench towards the Celia. I make sure that I'm next to Kelly. Sure. Tom will also follow. Sure. Everyone is in tow. Roll for me a perception check. Perception? Perception checks. Uh, 27. I got a bad perception check. Oh, no. I 16. I'm not going to be able to perceive really good things. 28. Zana, you are dazzled by the city that stands before you, as there are these two massive towers stretching upwards, hundreds of feet. But even aside from that, the prismarine architecture and walls are glistening and almost bioluminescent. So that even though you are in the depths, it is still bright, fantastical. Zani, you do see that you are currently headed towards where there is this large arcing structure over top of this deep trench. And it seems to be some sort of a guard outpost. And there is this small outcropping where there seems to be a door down below. And that is where you guys are currently headed. On top of this description, Snow and Tama, you see that there is what appears to be a large chain attached to the sides of this trench directly underneath the guard outpost. Two installed chains which seem to be going down into the depths of the trench. Is your city anchored here? No. I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know what the chains are for. Just avoid them if at all possible. Right. Hopefully, it shouldn't be relevant. 
All right, everyone, swim check. 21. Very, very needed nat 20, yeah. 28. Very powerful. So everyone is slowly but surely making their way over to the outcropping doorway. And eventually, you do arrive with little effort. All natural and skill. We must know the entire time, like, there's sweat just, like, washing off into the water. She can't physically sweat right now, but she's very, like, nervous. Where you are situated, you now actually can peer underneath the guard outpost to gain a faint glimpse of the bustling city with numerous underwater vehicles jetting across at amazingly quick speeds. You see all manner of merfolk trading, doing business in a bustling urban population. But to those of you who are paying attention to your immediate vicinity, you see that Drydus is actually fiddling with some sort of control panel currently at the door. Oh, he's a hack. Uh, and you, you see him pop out this little panel, and he just begins fiddling with some wires and moving a couple things around until the panel changes colors, and he puts his hand up against the screen, and the door begins to open. I assume he's some sort of rogue class. Is that how you could talk to him? I've tried to talk to him. I don't think he's too interested. I don't think he's too interested in talking to I'm not good with technical stuff. Look, I can disable a device, but I can't hack into one. To be fair, Zana, we're going to be going into a thing that requires maybe us being able to hack through devices. It might be good. I will try to pick up what I can from observation. I mean, you could just be like, hey there, sexy, can I? (laughs) She just stops. Never mind, don't say that at all. Yeah. I don't think that's a like, that's a little forward. I'm like, opener. hey there, fishy man. No, no, no. I'm too used to you insulting Sal. Uh, yeah. The one place he'd actually be useful. And he's off on vacation? So, all of you begin making your way through this side corridor. But as you step foot, an alarm sounds. And as the alarm sounds, you hear the jingling of chains. And I think that's where we're going to end this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. It was relevant. Dang it, Drydus. Thanks for listening, Foundlings. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please make sure to leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast listening app. Also, feel free to join us on our social media on X and Instagram at RollFound. And feel free to join our Discord so you can interact with us directly and tell us your favorite moments of today's episode. And also feel free to share all of your favorite conspiracy theories. I love to hear your guys' favorite moments. If you want to help support the podcast, feel free to go ahead and donate to our Patreon so we can continue making awesome and great content like you here today. I want to give a special thank you and shout out to Ivan Dutch, Michael Gelfie, and Monument Studios to providing the music and ambiance which really sets the mood and the setting for our underwater adventures. So this has been your friendly neighborhood GM and I will see you all next next week as we fail to sneak into a city. Bye guys! Bye! Bye! Bye.